Chocolate can make you happy and sweets can make you feel good. But when does a sweet tooth turn into a sugar problem? This week on In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, we ask, why is sugar addictive? In the shower with Taz and Marcus, 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 in the shower with Taz and Marcus. Hello and welcome to In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, a bite-sized informative podcast made to be listened to in the shower. But you really, you can listen to it anywhere you want. Have you ever wondered what happens when you hold in a fart? Or if time travel is actually possible? Or why we have a dominant hand? Or why dogs sniff each other's bums? If you've wondered any of those questions, then good news, you've come to the right place. We've answered them and we're about to answer one more. So step into the shower cubicle with us as we take a look at why sugar is addictive. In the shower with Tazamarcus, 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 in the shower with Tazamarcus. This week's question comes from one of our most active listeners, always sending in questions, always sending in. So, big shout out to Daniel Taylor, um, who's asked us. Why is sugar addictive? Um, so it's so a good question. It's a brilliant, and it's it's true. I'm going to begin this episode with a bit of a doozy of a fact. Are you ready? Go for it. Right. So according to several studies, sugar can be as addictive, if <gasps> not more addictive, than cocaine. What? Yeah. How bonkers is that? Like having a can of coke is on par with having actual coke. That that is crazy. Like I knew sugar was addictive, but that is just. Yeah, it's 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 hardcore addictive. Like yeah. it's a bit wild, isn't it? It's wild. Like a lot of stats get thrown out in terms of how sugar can in fact be more addictive than hard drugs such as cocaine and heroin. But before we get into that, let's actually look at what addiction is and why we can get hooked on the sweet stuff easily. Right, hit me. So Addiction can be defined as a brain disorder characterised by compulsive engagement in rewarding stimuli despite adverse consequences. So basically, um, you, you are uncontrollably doing something which you know is bad even because it, you know, it, it, getting, it, it, yeah, it, it makes you get a high or you get a... Stimulated, essentially, yeah. yeah. Basically. Um, so common things people get addicted to are things like gambling, sex, drugs, alcohol, sugar, um, and all of this comes down to those actions and substances causing a reward system in your brain, uh, which we then become become to crave and become addictive. But, so, so why sugar? Like, what sets it apart from other foodstuffs? Like, why aren't we addicted to salt? Or why aren't we addicted to the a sour feeling? Or why so, aren't we addicted to spice? First off, sugar is a simple carbohydrate. It's easy to break down and it's high in calories. It's God-level instant fuel for our brains and bodies, right? So as humans, we're evolutionary pre-programmed to seek out sweet things. Also, several studies claim that we seek out sweet things because it could be an indication of vitamin content, which obviously is important. Yeah. Sugar makes you feel good so we crave it. But like, so, so so, why does it make us feel good? Where is that link coming from? So instantly when you take in sugar, um, you get a massive spike of dopamine, which we've talked about in the podcast before. Dopamine is commonly known as the pleasure hormone. Um, and it's like most addictive substances revolve around its release. So I like, didn't know that. Dopamine um, is released by heroin, cocaine, LSD, sugar. Um, Probably but even it's also, like gambling and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's also... Um, released by sexual interaction, social interaction. 
um, orgasm. Like all of these are are dopamine releases. Okay. Um, when you eat sugar, your dopamine spikes, you feel great. But then as the sugar, because sugar is a simple carbohydrate, um, if it's glucose or fructose or anything like that, it gets burnt away very quickly. And all of a sudden you crash, um, leaving you wanting more sugar okay. and beginning an addiction cycle. So that's super simple. So like yeah. we can definitely establish that's, that sugar is highly addictive. It's a good feeling. So you continuously want to have that feeling essentially. Exactly. But, but Sorry, but but why is it bad to eat loads of sugar? Like, if it's a good fuel, what is what's wrong with taking it in? Like, there's got to, there's something beyond like cavities, surely. Yeah, so sugar is a bit of a dangerous one, and to, to kind of go back to the addiction point, it's more that your tolerance goes up and up and up and up. So to to get that same level ah. of pleasure, you need to be taking in more, right? How I would never have even linked that. To yeah, so that's... like the first time you have sugar you get this big dopamine release. The next time, to get the same amount of dopamine, you need to have a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And that's the thing with, with with addictions and how they can spiral out of control. Wow. Is that you build up a tolerance. So all of a sudden, you know, a tenor in a slot, in a slot machine might turn into throwing your house on a roulette table. Like right, that kind right, of, right, right, right. You need that. A gummy bear might turn into... Just diving headfirst into a big bag of shukra. Um <laughs> So overconsumption of sugar has been shown to have a heap of negative effects on the body. Um, while it is a good short-term fuel, it is good in small quantities as okay. opposed to overconsumption. By the way, uh, like it should be noted that sugar doesn't really, like refined sugar doesn't exactly occur that naturally in nature. Like it really only naturally occurs as honey but to get honey, you have to like fight a load of bees, um, which is obviously, obviously difficult. Um, if you listen to our episode about uh, why pineapples are the fruit of hospitality, a lot of that is because pineapples are among the sweetest fruits ever. So they were cherished because before refined sugar was a thing, um, people would, would crave that sugar. Yeah. Um, but then, because when a uh, when sugar became far more common in kind of no, and it's recent. Like sugar became common to like the working class in like the eighteen hundreds. It's crazy. It's it's recent, right? And that's when overconsumption started. So, um, one of the big issues is fructose, which is a very common sugar, um, doesn't stimulate a feeling of fullness. So overconsumption of uh, okay. ca- of calorie dense sugary foods is common right. because you don't feel full. Okay. So that leads to weight gain, which is a which is a negative um, a negative effect. Sugar has been extensively linked to heart disease as well. Uh, diabetes is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a diabetes epidemic in the states now. Leads to acne, obesity, depression, and a whole host of other nasties, including cancer. But like generally, you look at any of the things that it kind of stimulates in terms of negative health. And they're kind of going to lead to other problems. Right, um, of course. Basically, natural sugars are good. But the fact that refined sugar is so abundantly common now and added to everything from pasta sauce to to yogurt to fizzy drinks, to everything, it makes it hard to avoid. So what can we do to to control our sugar intake if we want to? Well, like anything, knowledge is power. So... Keep an eye on nutritional information of foods and go by the rule of thumb that any ingredient you see which ends in O's, so like fructose or glucose, they're all sugars, right? Yeah. Um, Drink less sugary drinks. About 40% of refined sugars consumed by people come from juices, energy drinks, and fizzy drinks. So Really? Yeah. 
Absolutely. So just think like that's... Because, you know, like juice that's made from concentrate, even apple, orange juice, that's sugar. Well, do you know what? Like um, apple juice has about 4% more sugar than Coke. What? Yeah. So, I mean, I remember as a kid, I wasn't allowed fizzy drinks, but I was given fruit juice. And actually, like, it has way more sugar in it. That's crazy. It's absolutely mad. So, yeah, cut down on fizzy drinks, which are like 40% is enormous, you know? Um, on top of that, you can swap out refined sugars for, or natural sweeteners like stevia or raw honey or fruits. Uh, finally, if you're craving a bit of sweetness in your life, make an effort to eat sugary things which have some natural fiber content, like fibrous fruit. Uh, nuts and stuff like that. This it's basically like where sugar kind of occurs naturally, isn't it? Yeah, but it, it, with with fiber to balance it out. Right. Basically, when when sugar is bonded to fiber, it slows down the breakdown of food in the stomach and limits the amount of sugar which your body absorbs. So that's yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah. So like that's kind of essential. That that's really really interesting. I would like I would have never. It's mad how your brain works. The way you know, gambling is addiction heroin is addiction but you would never think about sugar like that well it's also like do you know what it's it is thrown away like oh sugar is x amount more times addictive than drugs and everything like that it's also that like sugar is really socially accepted yeah so like you know when you see a heroin addict like that's taboo like that's societally frowned on whereas you know brownies brownies great unbelievable cookies yeah class I think if you told somebody you you were a brownie addict, they'd be like, yes, so is everyone. Yeah. There's a difference between brownie and brown. That's... <laughs> yeah. So sugar is addictive because it releases a hit of dopamine in your brain, much like cocaine or heroin. But that spike in dopamine is quickly followed by a crash, making your body, of course, want more. Over time, you build up a resistance, meaning you need more and more to get the same level of pleasure as before. But increasing consumption puts you at risk of a whole array of nasty bits. So you should... Just really make an effort to try to monitor your sugar intake. Yeah, basically, you nailed it. Okay, one question. How do scientists know that sugar is more addictive than cocaine? Like, you said it at the start of the episode, but didn't explain it. Okay, so this one is a bit mental. And I've said this on In The Show before, that one of my favourite things about this podcast is finding out the weird things that scientists have done in the name of science. So um, this study was conducted by scientists in the University of Bordeaux. to test addictive properties from everything from sugar to cocaine and everything like okay, that. And this okay. specific this specific study was focusing on just the two. So uh, rats were given an option of pressing two levers, right? One would release a cocaine solution, so cocaine diluted in water, and the other would release a sugar solution, right? Right. Even as scientists raised the saturation of cocaine in the solution over the course of the trial, the rats picked the sugar a whopping 94% of the time. Yeah. No, like that's not a hair kind of difference. Ninety four percent of the time, that Absolutely is crazy. crazy isn't it? Yeah. So that's a that is a good indicator that um and also it's funny they got aggressive when they consumed sugar in different ways. If they if they were readily allowed to consume sugar whenever they wanted, pretty much like humans are, they were grand. But if they were only given a twenty minute window every two hours to consume sugar. They got aggressive and agitated. Wow. Um, similar to uh, somebody coming out or, you know, going cold turkey or anything like that. Really interesting. That's mad. Yeah, so, come here, do you have any uh, sweet facts for us to end the episode? I do. Um, yeah, so actually here is another one. I mentioned earlier about refined sugar not being available until the kind of the 1850s, right? Initially, sugar was so rare and expensive that only royalty could afford it, right? 
and in very small quantities. So in the 13th century, um, British monarch Henry III once tried to order three pounds of sugar, right? Okay. But expressed doubts that that much sugar could even be found in England. What? Yeah, and at the time, they were just boiling down beets like I have, I, have, I have more than three pounds of sugar in my press at home. There you go. So, I mean, like, in the 13th century, you wouldn't need a sugar daddy. You're your own sugar daddy. There you go. One more? Yeah. So, this one is actually... Um, you're, you're a dog person, staunchly, right? Dogs have a sweet tooth, but cats don't. Really? Yeah. Scientists are still studying why some animals have a preference for sweet foods and others don't. Um, they found, for example, that dogs enjoy sweet foods while cats and other felines don't actually have sweetness receptors in their brains, which probably is why they're so aggressive, that they, they just can't experience any sweetness in their lives. Cats are terrible. Yeah, but... They, <laughs> dogs are great. They've, but they've uh, hypothesized that the sweetness receptors are unnecessary for carnivorous animals, as well as animals that tend not to chew their food, such as dolphins and sea lions. Well, there you go. There you have it. In the shower with Tazamarcus, 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 in the shower with Tazamarcus. Well, that was super fascinating. There you go. I'm sweet. St- I still really want something sweet now, though. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I know, talking about this, I'm like, I could definitely demolish a tub of Angelica right now. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of In the Shower with Taz and Marcus. If you liked what you've heard, then good news, we've got a whole host of other episodes that are ready for your ears. Anything and everything you can imagine, we have answered. Have a look and have a listen. If among the everything and anything that we've answered, you find a question that we haven't answered well then send us through there's no question too weird too abstract all questions are considered in the shower so uh, if you want to ask us a question shoot us a message on Facebook just look up In The Shower with Taz and Marcus or get us on Instagram at In The Shower Pod if you want to send your question in via email then you can get us at In The Shower Podcast at gmail.com one more thing if you enjoyed this podcast feel free to recommend it to your friends or, or your WhatsApp groups or your family tell your granny to listen um, it would be it would be great if you could help us spread what we're doing. Next week's question, Mark. Tell me, Taz. Next week's question comes from my very best friend, Neve Green. Old Neve Green, what Owl a legend! And she asks, "Why do old people shrink?" Oh, that's a great question. It's going to be out next Monday in time for your morning shower. But in the meantime, keep scrubbing. In the shower with Tazamarcus, 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 in the shower with Tazamarcus. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.